Welcome to Spirit in the Schools, a show revealing the Holy Spirit through self-gift and education. And now, here's your host, Mr. Zach Coyle. Spirit in the Schools. All right. Welcome back to Spirit in the Schools. We are here for our second episode ever, and it is a joy to be with more of our St. Vincent staff focusing on the fruits of the Holy Spirit. How do we see the Holy Spirit with us in our education? Today, we'll be talking a little bit about joy as the fruit of the Holy Spirit through a very specific program we have at St. Vincent's, Theology of the Body. We are a Theology of the Body campus with Rua Woods. We'll hear a lot about that. But I am your host, Zach Coyle. I am thrilled to be with you all. We're going to open with prayer in just a moment. But with us today are Amy Johnson, one of our phenomenal second grade teachers here at school. Welcome, Amy. Thank you. Thanks for being with us. And Nicola Maddy, our junior high theology teacher who has been teaching theology of the body to junior high students for how many years now? Uh, five years now. <laughs> five years. That's fantastic. And doing a lot with it with retreats too. So we're thrilled to have you here. All right, let's go ahead and turn to the Lord and begin this episode with prayer in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, we thank you and we praise you for your goodness and the opportunity to come together for this podcast. Bless anyone listening to this show. May something in it allow us to better know your Holy Spirit with us in our hearts, with us in our lives, at work, in our world. We ask that you bless our conversation and may it bear abundant fruit for your kingdom. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, we did do a little bit of a of a basic intro, but I think it would really help a listener to hear a little bit more about your lives at school and how long you've been there and your role and, and kind of set the stage so that when we talk about theology of the body, it will make a little more sense for our listeners. So Amy, start us off. How long have you been here at St. Vincent's? I have been at St. Vincent's for 13 years. That's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. And you started teaching first grade, I believe. Kindergarten. Kindergarten first. Yeah. Okay. Kindergarten Sorry. for a while, See, several I'm years. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Okay. Right. So kindergarten for several years, first grade for several years, and then this is my first year in second grade. Which is phenomenal. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. And so how many years then for you, Theology of the Body has been an active mm-hmm. teaching component now for two years. Two years. Two years. Yes. Correct. Great. Correct. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. Well, I'm excited to ask you a lot more about that. Okay. So that's great, but welcome. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Now, Nicola, you've been teaching Theology of the Body for five years, we already said, right? Yes. So can you share again for a listener your role on campus and some of the things you do? Yes, for sure. Um, so I'm the seventh and eighth grade religion teacher, theology teacher. That's my like official title, but I do a lot of, just a lot of work. Anything that has to do with the middle schoolers and their spiritual formation, I'm usually somehow involved. So I go on their confirmation retreats. I help out and give talks at the uh, Theology of the Body retreats for the RE kids. I help out with the girls' edge retreats. Um, I also am involved with the high schoolers. So when they even go off to high school, I'm involved in the Life Teen program there. Um, so yeah, if it has to do with the teens or with the middle schoolers, I'm usually somehow involved. <laughs> and that is, that's truly awesome. Driven by a lot of love of the Lord and the Holy Spirit. That's great. Well, thank you both so much for being here. Really excited to share kind of what we're doing. So one of the goals in the podcast is we're really looking in a very specific way through our daily life. How does that reflect the Holy Spirit? So that's kind of where we're going. But, you know, I think for a lot of listeners, they may not yet really know much of what is theology of the body. Somebody could be listening and never even heard of it, right? So it it is a fairly new teaching, right, for our church uh, coming from St. Pope John Paul II. So we're we're pretty recent with it, but such a powerful gift to the Catholic Church and to humanity as a whole. So 
Um, I thought it'd be good for each of you to kind of share your perspective of teaching theology of the body, right? So, Amy, your role with that is specific to our program with Rua Woods, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll talk yes. more about that. But okay. theology of the body there, uh, now in the second grade, but of course you were teaching it for the first grade. Mm-hmm. What types of things is Rua Woods, um, just as a general overview for a listener, asking our school, asking you as the teacher to present to the students? Yeah. So um, a lot of the basics with the younger students, especially, is we're really thinking about like the dignity of the human person. Right. Um, And a lot of that has been with um, the dignity of human work. Um, They are really focusing on seeing your life as a gift, that you should give your life as a gift to others. Amen. That's awesome. Yeah. And that also that other people are a gift from God. So not only recognizing that your life is a gift to be given away, but that also other people are a gift and they should be treated as such. So that helps a lot with um, even behavior situations that we remember that everyone is a gift and that's how we should be treating people um, around us. And this year we've even gotten into more of remembering that our body is a temple. And so we've been talking about some of those things and we're going to also talk about marriage this year. So great. Thank you Mm -hmm. so much for the preview. And so there's, there's some things immediately on my heart that, that kind of spring to mind, but you know, if a listener's never heard of theology of the body, Mm -hmm. I think one of the core teachings that created as bodies Mm -hmm. created as male and female, we are mimicking the interior life of God, which is an incredibly powerful truth, right? So um, just again, for a listener that's never encountered it, God the Father loves Jesus the Son so much that that love is the third person of the of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. And so human marriage mimicking that, that, you know, male and female, God created us, allowing us then to participate in his creation of life. So um, really cool, though, that Rua was, and we'll, we'll get to this a little bit later in, in the show, but finding ways to introduce the vocabulary and the meaning for students at an age-appropriate way, right? right? Yes, correct. Now, Nicola, you've had a little bit of a different role and, and a longer role because our diocese actually requires an overall theology of the body for our Catholic schools, right? Yes. So I think that was in place when you started. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I remember when I first started working here, um, at the time, the principal, Cheryl Klinker, she asked me, how comfortable are you are, t- are you teaching theology of the body? Sure. And right. And all honestly, in, in humility, I, was, I told her, I, I know about it, but I've never actually had a class on it. I've never read it for myself. I don't know anything. And so that's probably my weakest point of theology. And so um, Cheryl immediately said, that's fine. We are going to help you out. And she was the one who sent me off to the Vera Woods um, conference. And that's where I learned everything about theology of the body and just fell in love with it myself. And I can really see the fruits of it um, with the students and it really has become part of kind of my daily classroom management and just how I interact with the students. And a lot of a lot of good fruit has come from it since then. Um, I'm sorry, I forgot the question. <laughs> no, you did great. But, so you were really yeah. coming about, you know, how did you come mm-hmm. to it? So, but for our diocese, it's really yes. um, a standard component for seventh grade. Yes. So right? in seventh grade, um, the bishop has asked that all seventh graders during their spring semester be taught theology of the body. Um, not necessarily through uh, Woods, but the curriculum that we use is Ascension Press, Theology of Body for Teens, Middle School Edition. Okay, yeah. great. So St. Vincent's has then really seen joy in that and mm-hmm. taken it a step further and and really finding this program, right? So um, Rua Woods, when they 
first brought this to schools. I, I think it's really new, maybe only five, six, seven, eight mm-hmm. years, something like that. I believe so, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's very mm-hmm. relatively new. So yes. one of the points mm-hmm. for me coming in still as a new principal, right, mm-hmm. is, is um, truly filled with joy that our school wanted to adopt this and take that, uh, I suppose you might say, risk that all of our teachers can know this and love it and, and teach it, but with good training behind it, right, which we'll get to. So uh, well, thank you both for speaking to it. I think, again, for a listener never hearing of it, one of the things that most remains in my heart about Theology of the Body is when St. Pope John Paul II was speaking about love. You know, and there's so many wrong definitions and wrong images of, of a true definition of love out there in the secular world. And, you know, we could probably spend the entire show just commenting on that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But, you know, when theology of the body really shapes the definition of love for us as Catholics, for any human person, you know, really independent of just having faith is that it's free, total, faithful, fruitful. And certainly marriage best expresses that in terms of that vocation or the celibate vocation best expresses that if, if that's the vocation given to someone. But what a powerful vocabulary to teach young people living the transitional single vocation about what should love look like now in your friendships and with your parents and with your teachers. So there's, there's just so much goodness in that. Um, so thanks for sharing it. Well, great. So one of the things I'd like to ask you both a little bit about, because you two have really been champions for this program at St. Vincent's, is kind of, um, Nicola, you were already speaking to it a little bit, but how do we first hear about Rua Woods? How did it come to St. Vincent's? What kind of trainings have you all done with it? So just anything you have in your memory about, you know, your time learning more in Theology of the Body through Rua Woods. Um, you want me to go ahead? Do you want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like I said, um, after my first year of teaching, um, it was very apparent that I was learning along with the kids, but sure. I wanted to have more depth so I could answer those tougher questions for my students. Um, and so I got permission to go to this Rural Woods conference. They have a teacher conference every summer. It's about three or four days, mm-hmm. I think. Three or four days in Cincinnati at their Rural Woods campus where they go intensely into not just what Theology of the Body is as a whole, but then they also break it up to say this is how we can age appropriately apply it to kindergartners, to middle schoolers, and to high schoolers. So it truly is because um, I think a lot of people hear theology of the body and they automatically think it's ah like religious sex ed. But mm-hmm. the reality is, and John Paul II even comments on this. This is a holistic understanding of the human person, right? And just understanding that our bodies because they're made in the image and likeness of God, are good, and therefore we have to respect them and others in that way. Um, right. And so Rural Woods did a really good job of just making it very applicable for the age appropriateness. Um, and so when I came back after that summer, I told Cheryl, like, they actually are making this curriculum <laughs> that's K through 12th grade, and I think it would be so beneficial just because after my first year, it became very apparent. Um, although... My seventh graders at the time, I think they really got a lot out of it, and um, they enjoyed it. I can tell that for many of them, it had already kind of been too late. You've been fed a lot of other messages as to what love is, what it means to be human, what it means to be valuable in this world. Um, And I think it's just so beautiful that we can now have the ability to teach the message of Theology of the Body at such a young age. So hopefully by the time they do get to me now in seventh grade, um, it's nothing new but or earth shattering, but it's just a continuation of what they've already laid a foundation with in kindergarten, in first grade, and so on and so forth. 
one way that struck a chord with me, you know, if if a listener, so we've if you're an adult, you've been through school. If you've ever had that experience of walking into a class, whatever subject it might be, using an advanced vocabulary, but one you didn't have, that can be a very striking experience. So for me, that was physics as a junior <laughs> in high school, right? I walked yeah. into my physics class and I thought, I am so overwhelmingly just out of my depth, right? And I worked so hard to learn for that first quiz. You know, I, I studied, I put in the time, I met with the teacher twice. I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to be ready to do well on this first quiz as a junior in high school. So I really did put in probably like five hours of study for the quiz. And I got a 45 out of 100, oh, right? So why am I yeah. on, that, on that tangent? Well, the whole goal then of what Rua Woods is doing for our younger students is knowing that that's ahead of them, that if they're going to be blessed with theology of the body as a seventh grader or maybe in other dioceses, maybe it's not till high school or they may not even encounter it till college, I, I think one of the graces of St. Pope John Paul II is his, his intellect and his study was incredibly profound, right? So you have that advanced vocabulary right away, but now we're introducing it right in those younger ages. And so, Amy, you were talking about giftedness as like a major theme yeah. for the second grade, mm-hmm. right? Yes. It, was that also a theme that you were teaching out of for first grade? Do you recall if it was? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. What mm-hmm. were some of the lessons like for first grade that, you know, was there a theme that stands out to you or an activity or a topic? Um. So we did a lot. What um, Rua Woods does with kindergarten, first and second is use trade books um, to teach, which is really actually very appropriate and very, very um, just great for the kids, for them to relate to it in in a great way that they love the story that you read. And then you pull all these lessons out of it and just so many things. Um, So a lot of last year, what we did in first grade was the life as a gift, a lot of the dignity of work. Our story was about a man and his work and his sons and then his sons going off to work. And so we did a lot of lessons, um, I feel like, about that. And there were also um, a lot of things about family, about that man and being with his sons and um, so, and a lot of that has transferred into second grade and same thing, we use the trade books and then some of those same lessons. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. So one thing that's really excited me this year, right? We've really invested at a more, you know, I think a more deep level in this program so mm-hmm. that more of our teachers can gain, you know, greater comfort with it. So two resources spring to mind that you both have really helped us with and, and without your knowledge and your leadership, you know, the training you've brought that you're willing to share it. Mm-hmm. You know, that that call to professionalism and growth is a joy, right? And so to me, like you wanting to lead our campus more fully into this is certainly a sign of the Holy Spirit. But at the same time, our teachers wanting to share in that and bringing it for the kids. So we have kind of these two newer resources that are that are new for us mm-hmm. this year, right? So um, the lesson plan books that have, you know, supplemented what the teachers have can either of you, I mean, I know, Amy, you've seen them, mm-hmm. and Nicola, you're starting to review them. Can you walk us through, like, how are they set up? Like, here, maybe this this would be if a teacher is listening and, and they're thinking yeah. about it. But as a parent, too, if your school was looking to adopt this, and other schools in our diocese may well, or other Catholic schools that might hear this, like, mm-hmm. what kinds of things are you seeing in that? How does that help you as a teacher? Yeah. So I think that's been one of the biggest challenges for our teachers is when do we do this? How do we teach this with our regular religion curriculum? And so I think one of the things that um, we've tried really hard um, that Ruah Woods is also very, very big about is 
um, that these are intended to be special lessons. Right. So, you know, they want it to be something special, something that is stands out as set apart from your regular religion curriculum. Sure. And so you don't—it's not something you teach every day. It's something you teach— you know, maybe once a week, or I know in second grade, what we do is if we have a shorter week where mm. we're not going to have a full religion curriculum week, that's theology of the body week. Right. Um, the, so how the lesson plans are laid out in, like I know for more for first and second grade, is that you have two trade books, and so for us, we we did this in first grade, and we're doing it again in second. Is we have one trade book, and we are taking all the lessons from that to do first semester, and then we'll do the second book and the second semester. Okay. So I would say there's maybe you know eight lessons sure. for each one, um, and so that allows us to um, really focus on like we're doing Saint George and the Dragon. So we've been doing all Saint George and the Dragon, and then you what the lessons do is they just refer back to that book. Sure. But draw in different theology of the body topics. So awesome. it's very well done, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think the the level of depth that these resources provide, somebody trained well to teach mm-hmm. and also then having our faith and, and caring, you know, about the work as a religion teacher, the materials are really specific and, and very mm-hmm. depth driven so that you, you have what you need, you know. Right. Great. Yep. Well, so that's one. The other area that really mm-hmm. excites me is that, you know, we've invited, and I know you both know this, but for a listener about, like, how do you take something like this and grow with it, still here with Rural Woods Leadership, offering online trainings to further deepen our own knowledge as adults, which I'm really excited to take myself because I, I need to keep growing in it, right? But we've now had seven of our staff sign up for these. So, Amy, how did you first find out about, like, the online and, and yeah. maybe kind of walk— I mean, you have, yeah. we haven't done them yet, but walk a listener through, like, what kind of trainings are these? So, um, Nicola went to the summer training um, in one of the summers. The very next summer, I went to the summer training. And um, then the following summer, we had several teachers signed up, and then with COVID, right. um, they couldn't go. So, the the hope and the dream is to go to the summer training. Like, that's an awesome event. Um, it's a beautiful Ruah Woods in itself. I know Nicola and I have talked about it. it's just a beautiful place. They have a chapel right there. It's just beautiful and very well done. And you're really immersed in it for those sure. days. Um, but we were seeking for just what is more training for our teachers right. because we want them to feel equipped to teach it. And um, and so just Ruah Woods website, they they are new to this curriculum. And so we just, I feel like every year it's gotten a little more, a little better. And so every time I check the website, a lot of times there's just new things. That they've and, added, sure. Yeah, and they're good about emailing to um, update us on things. And so I think I probably received the video training as an email, like, hey, if you want to do this video training. Um, and so um, I just thought that would be something good. And I know one thing that's really appealing to the teachers is that you can do it on your own time. Right. So you don't have to attend at a specific time, but you can watch them when you have time. So so if another school happens to be listening that doesn't have this, so these are five one-hour trainings, mm-hmm. but really a teacher can access that throughout the year. Exactly. So you can really set your own pace, yep. you know. Please don't do all five at once. <laughs> <laughs> that would yeah. be a lot of depth for one day, yeah. right? Yeah, a lot Could to be. absorb. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's this investment then in the culture and and certainly for me being new, there's so much joy in the fact that that our community wants this knowledge and wants to share it with the students so that when they get to 7th grade, they're even more prepared for a greater level of depth for a semester on on this teaching, right? Mm-hmm. So it's wonderful to have the vocabulary and and some of the um introductions to the teachings established, you know, even through the 6th grade. And what fruit might that bear for them, you know, as they then live their high school years, as they live their college years, already with that knowledge then? Mm-hmm. 
So, and I think, Nicola, you were speaking to earlier, um, you know, some people might not know enough about theology of the body and think, well, that's Catholic sex ed. And I think, you know, my intro to that, uh, listening to some of Christopher West's reflections, and there's there's different writers who have helped kind of, you know, perhaps consolidate or synthesize some of what we have from St. Pope John Paul II. But he'll speak to, you know, in, in older generations, what, if anything, do we hear from our parents or from other teachers which would either be nothing or don't talk about it till marriage. And, and you know, this is maybe a bad topic. And the beautiful thing about our church is the Lord gave us the church so that we could find the fullness of truth, right? And so this teaching really affirms that if that drive is in us, God gave us that. It's a gift. It's a good drive. But there's so much with it to understand its proper use and its proper place in the human story, right? That it carries great pain and woundedness if it's not within that proper place, but it, it contains great beauty and obviously then the power for life itself, right, that the Lord shared with humanity. So, yeah, if you're a kindergartner, you're not ready to hear any of that, right? So, <laughs> but you are ready to hear giftedness. And yep. so we even have that now, you know, uh-huh. at the kindergarten level. So yeah. great. Well, what I thought would be fun for a listener to hear is, you know, now that you've been teaching it for the time that you have, what might a success story look like? And it's, you know, it's going to be different perhaps at, at different years, but you know, have you had a moment where you've seen a student kind of connect, where that light bulb has gone on, or just express fun, you know, about about learning it? So, does anything come to mind for really for both of you? So, either of you could start. But do you do you have that moment where you think, you know, what I know, my student is with me on this, and it and I think that's what keeps us teaching, right? Like when the kids are really with you and learning, and like that's an exciting moment, right? Whatever your subject is. So, have you had any experiences that to you were like a success story in this? Or maybe another teacher adopting. I don't, I don't know what it might look like. <laughs> There's so many to think about. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah. like, praise that God great. for that. Um, yeah, amen. The freshest one that comes to mind, again, like I said, I if it has to do with the youth, I'm somehow involved. Uh, two weekends ago, I was put, helping out with a life teen retreat for St. Vincent's. And right. so it was with the high schoolers at this point in time, um, with it being my fifth year, all of the kids who went on this retreat, for the most part, were my former students. Sure. And so, um, and the retreat happened to be based off of John Paul II. <laughs> and Great. so, of course, we talked about theology of the body a little bit in it. And just going into small groups with some of my former students and hearing all of this knowledge that I taught them like three, four years ago. But they knew it, and I could tell it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, we talked about that one time. But it was something that really, like, it was so beautiful to see just the fruits the seeds that were planted when they were in seventh grade and how um, how much they've really taken it to heart. And I had students asking like, yeah, wait, Miss Maddie, <laughs> what else can I read? I don't think I have my Theology of the Body book anymore. Like, what nice. else could I read? Where can I get more information about this stuff? And I was like, oh my gosh, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, so great. Yeah. And so it was just so beautiful seeing that. Um, That's just like, I guess the most recent one I can think of was just two weekends ago. Um. What a joyful thing, yeah. though. This is absolutely fresh, right? This is a part of our our life right now. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. still as current. Two weeks ago, so you know, your students having that from you now, wanting greater death. You know, do you remember? Like, is there a certain resource you did refer them onto? Does one stand out? You may not remember it at the moment. Um, the one I that was suggested to me first when I had no idea what I was doing. Um, Jason Everett has a small little booklet called Theology of the Body in One Hour. Oh, I think nice. Um, I think we actually gave a copy to all of our yeah, teachers like a year ago or two mm-hmm. years ago when we first started this. Yeah. Um, it's maybe 50 pages, but it's a good way to just ease your way into theology of the body. Um, 
Because if you look at the actual Theology of the Body book, it's like, that's bigger than Harry Potter. <laughs> and, it's huge, and right? It's huge and very intimidating. Yeah. But um, Jason Everett's is maybe, yeah, like 50 to 100 pages. You Thank could you. probably read it in a short amount of time. Yeah, that's a great tip for any anyone listening. You know, if you haven't heard about this, it's a great starting point. So, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Amy, how about for you? Do you do you feel like now with a year or two of this, have you seen anything from that? Yeah, I was I was trying to think. Um, so, one of my favorite things in our new teachers guide that we got from Hua Woods was these beautiful color photos of different. Um, I guess, I don't know if you would say types or stages of humanity where there was like a baby and somebody who's dying and sure. somebody who's homeless and somebody who's, you know, um, just all different. And I hung them up and the kids immediately were like, what are those? What are those? And so we had a whole discussion about, well, this is humanity. Like this is a human person. It looks in so many different ways. Wow. And we have respect for all of humanity, no matter what. Yes. Um, so that was one that stood out to me for sure. And then um, one thing that, because we've been talking about my body is a temple, um, one thing that this year, if I say like my body is, and the whole class will say a temple. And I just Great. think, oh, if they just remember that, you know, like right. that one thing. Um, to take away. If that's all they remember, then I think that's great. So Absolutely. Uh, certainly by virtue of baptism, you know, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, that that is theologically completely true. And, and mm-hmm. But to help them in, in the second grade year know that, yeah. way to go. That's really mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. And I think, you know, a credit to Rua Woods would mm-hmm. be that that idea of the visual, mm-hmm. right? Because they, they're understanding where a first or a second grader's learning abilities are and, you know, a great deal of text at that grade would not be as appropriate as, as an older grade, right? right so exactly. what a beautiful way to show. I didn't even know that. I, I have to go check these out, yeah, you know? Yeah, But to show that we are indeed sacred to God, you know, so. I think Gura Woods as a whole, throughout all of their curriculums that I've seen, they really do emphasize the human person through beauty. And so they're very intentional about including lots of different sacred art images, I'm referencing different mm-hmm. movies that can go along with the lesson just because the whole idea of theology of the body is that matter matters. Your body, the physical world, it matters because it's created by God. And yeah. so just seeing the way that I <laughs> seeing the way beautiful things are incorporated in the faith and suddenly this isn't just some boring painting in some church somewhere, but like this is a story of who I am and who right. God has made me to be. Um, they do a really good job at being intentional with their art. Mm-hmm. And I think art sometimes, you know, speaks to the human soul, as, as anyone appreciating art would know, but but it really does speak to children. Like, that's a beautiful thing about working with younger students, and, and but I think junior high all, all the same, you know. Uh, well, what a joy to hear of those stories about how it's mattering to our children and, and to your graduates who, you know, now have had X years of their life formed with this knowledge. So thank you both for doing that. It's really great. So one of the things I wanted to kind of end with for our um, episode today, you know, we think about this as a, a really unique blessing that St. Vincent's has. And, and more and more Catholic schools are turning to Rural Woods and, and learning of it, right, and, and becoming Theology of the Body campuses. That's part of the terminology that they, you know, designate us with. But, you know, if you're a listener, one of the things I really wanted was, if anything's stirring in your heart, uh, you know, our belief is that that's the Holy Spirit speaking through this and inviting you to do a next step with Theology of the Body. And, and really, we've named two already. So Jason Everett was the was the author you recommended, right? And I've yeah. been able to hear him speak. He's a you know phenomenal Catholic speaker. But that was Theology of the Body in One Hour. Yeah. Okay, so that would be a great intro. 
I remember reading uh, a few other introduction to theology of the body texts out there. One was Christopher West, but I think there are, you know, are many others. But in one hour is a great starting point. So that's phenomenal. And then the other starting point would be Rua Woods, right? And so um, a listener could just Google their website, you know, and, and get there. Um, would there be anything further that you might recommend beyond those two? You know, as uh, certainly our contact info, St. Vincent's would be a place, but have you have you read anything else further, heard other other speakers on this that you would want a listener to be aware of? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, I was thinking of, like, if there are any pod- – I know Father Mike Schmitz, uh, just about any of the Catholic podcast mm-hmm. YouTube people have at least one video or episode or podcast um, that they touch on Theology of the Body, which I think when I was first getting into Theology of the Body, that's kind of where I went – I just went onto YouTube and typed Theology of the Body to see what came up. Um, So that's a great place to start. Um, And as far as, like, people specifically, um, Jason Everett has this thing known as the Chastity Project. Right. Um, And they also have some great podcasts, um, which dive more into the various lessons throughout Theology of the Body, Um, not— necessarily specifically like theology of the body from John Paul II, but let's talk on this episode about um, virtue and how sure. that ties into who we are as the Chastity Project. Right. Um, and so I think that'd be a good place to start out as well. You know, that's really kind of a beautiful moment in and of itself. We have this sense that that there are things in technology and the internet out there that, you know, can be harmful, right? And we know that. I mean, we have to be vigilant about that and Certainly we are if schools have good safety protocols and all that, but but wait a minute. God also can speak through technology too, right? He's never limited by the medium. So here you have a way to just do that search and, and see something. But I do appreciate knowing for myself even about the in one hour, right? Theology of the body in one hour. That's great. And I think for anyone in the diocese listening, you know, if you're interested in learning more for your school, do go to Rural Woods. Yeah. You know, they have a great overview online. I've checked out the site uh, several times, and I think it's uh, all the more attention we can we can give to this to allow our K to six students more of that vocabulary and and to know how loved they are by God. This is yet another powerful tool. So, great. Well, Amy and Nicola, thank you so much for being with us uh, for our second podcast, Spirit in the Schools. It's a joy having you. We would love to close with prayer and ask the Lord's blessing that if anyone does follow up with this, that He would He would be with them in that. So let's do that now in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, we thank you again and praise you for this time together. We ask that your fruitfulness will abound. As we've thought about the Holy Spirit's presence in our programming here from Theology of the Body, we ask that you would bless that effort, not only at St. Vincent's, but around our diocese and around the world. And we truly praise you, Holy Spirit, for being with us in that effort. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, God bless you both. Thank you for all you do for St. Vincent, sharing that love with the diocese. Spirit in the schools! You've been listening to Spirit in the Schools. Zach Coyle has been your producer and host. This episode was edited by Tony Marks. And for more information, go to spokestreet.com slash spirit. Spirit in the Schools. <laughs>